0: And this is Creative Reboot. Hey, everybody! Welcome to episode number four. We've made it four, four episodes. I'm very excited. Um, so, what was I going to say? Oh, yes. Thank you, first, first of all, very much to everybody um, for a for listening to our first three episodes, uh, and also for all the lovely comments we've been getting on social media and and from well, from various people, really. Carla, have you? You've had some nice comments, haven't you? Sid? oh,
1: it's been it's been amazing. Actually, um, I wasn't actually expecting anyone to listen to it at all um, because <laughs> it was first one, you know. And uh, <laughs> super super opportunistic me. No, it was not because I didn't think it was good. Just because I didn't know if people would have time to listen to us waffling exactly. away and, it well. is. and um, no I've had some amazing comments it's been really lovely to hear that you guys have enjoyed it and um, the overwhelming sense I'm getting is that it does feel a little bit like you're sitting with us in our living rooms yes um we have succeeded in making it sound like we're in the same place despite being is it three and a half or six and a half thousand miles away from each other oh, anyway I only know a number I of thousand miles now. away <laughs> Okay, I, I don't think in letters. I'm still quite British. Um, so, yeah, it's just been lovely. Yes. Um, tech has touched wood so far, behaved, and um, and everyone seems to be having a really um, positive experience of it, and which is what we wanted. We really wanted people to feel um, that
0: we were approachable and that they would get something positive out of it exactly definitely so So thank you very much so this fourth episode is going to be slightly different from the other three the first one obviously we were talking about what creative reboot was it was an introduction um and then we went straight into some interviews one with myself and one with carla um kind of to give you an idea of what um it'll be like in future when we do interviews with some other uh people who we hope eventually that well that's going to happen Um, But so this one, we've just decided we're going to have a discussion today about um, a subject that we think is probably quite relevant to people like ourselves, creative people, freelancers, side hustlers, small business owners. um, And Carla, what's the subject? What are we talking about? Um, So the subject
1: is not something I ever thought I would find myself advocating. (laughs) The subject is routine. Mm. So the routine, there is struggle for routine, routine. yeah yes. it, it's a subject i always thought it's funny actually because i i really thought when i had to have a routine because i had to get up and go to a job every day because you know generally when someone pays you for a job they expect you to be there yeah um how horrendously unreasonable <laughs> i know but um that i thought that when i left work and when i got to be fully self-employed um that I would really relish the freedom because obviously while you're side hustling, you mostly need a routine in order to actually get shit done after work and stuff. So I faffed about for probably three months with zero routine. Um, and then discovered that actually, although I hate the concept, here's something I need, and actually, it's been a really good thing. Yeah, Um, and I think Sarah, you've had some quite similar, similar but different experiences with around routine and wanting it and not wanting it.
0: Absolutely, I mean, routine is one of those words you hear it. It sounds bland, doesn't it? It sounds bland and boring, and uh, it sounds like someone's telling you what to do. Exactly, which is I don't like that. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) When you're going to work for yourself, that's the last thing you want to do is to be told you've already been told what to do when you were working for somebody else. Now that you're the boss you're the one that should be choosing what to do. There should be freedom and um uh flexibility and you know, all those kinds of things I think are what you dream of as a as a freelancer, aren't they? So I know mm-hmm. for me routine routine's a funny one for me because I've I've spent the first twenty years of my well, most of my work in life not having a routine because I was a shift worker. Um, you know, sort of working days, nights, weekends, most holidays Christmas all those kinds of things you know if someone you know when when people say to me oh I I I always I've always hated that Monday morning feeling I never had a Monday morning feeling because I because I never really have a Monday morning morning. (laughs) my Monday morning feeling could be on a Thursday night or you know it's um it was one of those things so actually coming into being a freelancer yeah first of all I wanted the freedom um but it turns out as well actually Freedom for me did actually mean a routine weirdly um Mm, you know getting up mm. at a regular time doing stuff at at a set time working for a set number of of hours in a day that kind of thing so yeah it's it's definitely a funny one I think when you're coming at it from two different perspectives yeah yeah
1: yeah I mean
0: what what do we actually sort of think yeah look if you sort of look at that word what what do you think specifically routine should mean
1: well, that's an interesting way of phrasing it, actually, because I think what it should mean and what people think it means and what it actually means mm. are probably three different things. Yes. Um. So for me, routine is something that uh, was, as a child, was something my poor parents desperately tried to get me to have. Um, and they did their very best and through no fault of theirs I'm just not very good at timekeeping (laughs) and I will always choose 15 more minutes in bed over things like drying my hair or actually leaving the house on time. Amen. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So so through absolutely no fault of theirs uh, I became uh, I went from being a, a late child to a late teenager and now I'm a late grown-up human um and I'm kind of okay with that because I can when it's really necessary and I don't have to do it every day I can pull things out of the bag and do things on time so for clients I'm never late for doctor's appointments I'm never late for flights I'm often a little bit late I don't know what that tells you about my priorities in life oh my anyway. god that stresses
0: me out just thinking about that I'm I'm probably oh, really? one of the first people at the airport because as far as I'm concerned the help the holiday starts at the airport so
1: Yes, for me too, but that, that means that the day, the morning of the holiday, it means I'm in holiday mode and I'm sleeping and I'm faffing about and I'm not actually in, like, organised mode anymore. Yeah. Anyway, um, so I think routine is something that was imposed upon me by uh, childhood school, uh, you know, all of after-school clubs, all of the things that happen when you're a kid. And then when I got to university, suddenly I was in charge of my own routine for the first time ever, uh, and I found that quite liberating, also quite stressful. Um, and so I think that routine, my perception of routine was always... And then obviously once I got to work, it was incredibly stressful because if I didn't follow a routine, I didn't like to get to work on time. Mm. And Generally, if you don't get to work on time, there are consequences. So I did it, but I didn't like it. So for me, routine has always had quite negative associations sure. and negative connotations. Yeah. Um, then I quit the day job and then I worked for myself for a few months and then I realised that there is a shit ton more to do than you ever expect, <laughs> and everything takes longer than you think it's going to take. And because you're enjoying it, you've got no off button, which means that you can quite happily lose yourself for seven hours fiddling with your website, and then you haven't done anything else you planned to do that day. Exactly. Don't. And so, routine kind of like so. In that sense, I think routine became a way to manage my time and a way to make sure that everything I both wanted and needed to do got done. Mm-hmm. So then it was more positive.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then I think there's a third. I'm digressing slightly here, but I think it's relevant. Uh, a routine. I think, has also been glamorised a little bit in the entrepreneurial communities and in the planning communities. Okay, go for it. There's this whole, like oh what is your morning routine as an entrepreneur and without fucking fail it is always around that well I get up at four o'clock in the morning and then I have some oats and then I do 40 minutes of yoga and then I drink some hot water with some lemon in it and then I eat three sunflower seeds and then I write 14 pages of like my deepest thoughts and then I do my creative work and when all of that has finished then the kids get up and I have a normal day and I'm just like nobody does that nobody does all of this. everyone does like little bits of that don't get me wrong um but nobody actually does that every day and there are um they're like porn there are websites dedicated to morning routines of successful people and they're all the same you know you know know what it is though it's it's um, it's
0: horrendous it's that it's again it's that whole it's that whole um idea of the the instagram you know this is this is my world it's the pretty world that i live in and this is what
1: it looks like but it nobody's like and also even if your life is like that every now and again Mm nobody's life is like that every day yeah. i just refuse to believe it yeah. I, I mean certainly no one i've ever encountered has that life every I day i mean who wants to just
0: sometimes who wants to eat three sunflower seeds at least what a handful you know
1: Who wants sunflower seeds when there's cake but anyway <laughs> well yeah there is that too. so <laughs> that's my morning routine yeah. get up eat cake no um but i think i think there's that um you know what people think of when you're thinking about what does routine mean what, what is a routine what does it look like mm. i think there's that comparison thing again of like oh well mine's never going to be like this person's yeah. that i've seen or this this kind of idea of what a routine should look like so i think that what we would like to do today is smash down that negative routine thing right and show then. how it can be a good thing absolutely in the right hands and you- when it's done according to what you need it to do so make it make the routine work for you yes definitely rather than and beholden to the routine would that make sense yeah it
0: totally does because actually the, talking about this from a totally personal perspective what what did i do last week i called you in a bit of a panic and i said carla i need to talk to you you showed me this wonderful picture of your calendar and i've had a complete meltdown because mine doesn't look like that and my my life is not <laughs> organized and i don't know whether i'm coming or going and help me and uh, we spent yes. we we spent what 4 hours just just yeah. going through the whole thing and you showed me how you ran your your google your google calendar which well, by I the way mm-hmm. it looks like a color ra- it's a rainbow explosion. yeah it's a rainbow explosion on on the screen but when you actually break it all down it makes so much sense and i within speak within within an hour of speaking to to you i sat down and started working out my calendar and now suddenly my calendar looks exactly as colourful as yours does and suddenly it's very exciting it's very exciting I'm I, every day so far I've messaged you going oh my god this calendar's amazing haven't I I've, I've been yeah I've been completely blown away by how suddenly this has created a, a, a routine of sorts for me it's created a it's organised my life I'm my because mm-hmm. I think as freelancers routine is it's a funny thing it's not it's not that I have to get up at this time and I have to leave the house at this time and be at work by this time and then I have lunch at this time and then I do my afternoon work and I finish at this time and I go home and I cook and yeah, it clean. Never it's works not, like that, it's doesn't ne- it? No, it's, it's not like that. Some days I might actually have the energy to get up and start working from 7am. Other days I probably won't actually Sit down in front of my computer until about one o'clock in the afternoon because I just can't be bothered, you know. And I'm...
1: See, I see, well, there's always there's that there's the, the kind of motivation levels and energy levels, but there's also I found. So, for example, in March, so I've got um, actually very few shoots booked in in March, mm-hmm. um, semi deliberately because I, um, I kind of needed to regroup a little bit. Yeah. Um, but also because um, some of my clients are waiting for proper reliable springtime and here in the UK we can still get snow in March no one wants to shoot in the snow so it's a quieter month and this means that I have then gone full speed ahead which as you can as a freelancer full speed ahead on my networking and my marketing and I have got a meeting every single day for 16 straight days including the weekends. oh my god yeah, which is exciting. It is it's exciting. wonderful and yes. lovely people, yep. and some of them are people I already know and I'm getting to know better, and some are people who want to book, and some are people who we don't know yet, but we want to get to know each other better. Um, so it's a real mix, and it's going to be lovely. I'm going to be exhausted in two weeks' time, don't get me wrong, uh-huh. but it's going to be a good thing. But this means that actually there are big chunks of the day where I'm not home. Yes. So, yes, it never works. However, having a routine, and I will, I'm planning to um, release my calendar um, program as some kind of like course video something. Oh, you totally should! It's
0: fantastic because yes. quite a
1: few people have said to me now like, oh, it's like I I developed it because I was struggling, mm. and everyone sees me as this really organised person because I can organise stuff, but I also have fingers in many pies. I have a huge amount of stuff going on, um, and I am quite a naturally scatty person. Like I like to flit between different things, and so I developed this to try and keep myself. In, not even in check, that sounds awful, but just try and keep myself actually achieving what I need to achieve without burning out, yeah, I guess, yeah. is where I was going with that. So I, I'm not doing lovely things for three days and then suddenly having to spend 28 hours awake editing <laughs> to meet a deadline, because that's not helpful to anyone. Well, yes, so, exactly. That's what This yeah, is what I said just, to
0: you before, isn't it? I, obviously, my work involves writing for people, which, yeah. um, you know, if someone says to me, can you write me a blog post? And what I've been doing previously is looking at my calendar, which was not broken down how it was now and going oh yeah sure I think I can get that written by such and such a date with no actual real clue or idea when I'm going to write it which invariably Mm -hmm. then meant I was doing it probably the day before um Mm -hmm. whereas now now that I've broken it all down and I can see all these different times that I'm doing things I'm I'm actually saying oh okay I can do my research in this little slot here and I can write my notes in this little slot here and actually breaking down the work as well so it doesn't feel quite so and I think that for
1: any freelancer whether you are taking on uh, I don't know, one job a month around your day job or whether you are, like, running around taking... Again, I suppose it depends on the type of work, whether you have 80 clients a month or three clients a month. But whatever you have, um, for me, I found it um, really... And again, why I developed this system in the first place yes. was um, so that I, when some Because I've, uh, I've got clients who are... Um, they spend... We might spend three months planning their shoot. They might book six months in advance. We spend three months in the planning stages Then we do the shoot. They are then not fussy if it takes a month to edit them properly. Yeah. Um, you know it's not a problem for them so I can I can plot it in when it fits and again there might be more planning and bits and pieces to do or sometimes their sheets are split into two so it means I can plan all of that in but what I've also found is I've got I do um, like a surprising amount which I didn't expect of event photography and um, event and commercial work they often want it either the same day or the following day and this means that I can actually accept or decline a job or manage expectations of i can do this but you're not going to get the shoot you're not going to get the photos for 48 hours or a week or whatever it's going to be yeah. or i can say actually yes i can do that and i can deliver the same day because i already know what is happening and what i can move and what i can't yes
0: exactly and it
1: sounds really basic when i say it like that but it was a bit transformational when i introduced it about a year and a bit ago right. because i just was really floundering around going yes i can do this and i can do this other thing and then suddenly it would be sunday and i had 18 things to do in the next four
0: hours yeah. and that but i also think getting getting to that point of um of accepting that you need to create this kind of routine is is actually really hard as well i think i know it was for me definitely but actually once you start doing it, it it is as easy as having a conversation i built this calendar literally within 12 hours of speaking to you and suddenly a week mm. later i am raving about it to everybody it's as easy as that it is that's really amazing. as easy as that
1: yeah and it's not i think but then interestingly i don't think it's the physical creating the calendar that's the issue i think like you say it's the mindset shift yes, that takes the time exactly because yes. for me i would say it took me three months from realizing i needed some routine mm-hmm. to accepting and creating the calendar that gave me the routine yeah. um or at least gave me a semblance of routine yeah. um because it is fully flexible, and I yes. think that's the other thing. I think any routine that you have, ironically, needs to be fully flexible. Mm. But flexibility only comes with knowing what you're supposed to be doing when. Yes,
0: exactly, yeah. And, and what feels you can right be like, as well. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, 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 definitely. And I find it much easier now to say, actually, no, I'm sacking it all off and I'm going to the cinema on a Tuesday afternoon, <laughs> because I can, yes. because I know that I've got space in my calendar to do that, yes. and it's not going to put me behind further down the line. Yeah.
0: I also learnt as well um, that actually... Um, not having um, guilt about doing that kind of thing as well is a, is a big deal it's, I know it's a slightly different mm. topic but one of the things that I really struggled with when I first um, went freelance and was trying to figure out this routine for myself was the. I felt like I had to fit everything in around um, well around Stu's routine first of all because he was a Monday That's to fair. Friday 9 to 5 kind of person or 8 to 4 whatever it is he does
1: for clarity, Stu is the husband, not the cat. Oh, yes, Obviously, yeah. the
0: cats come first in anything. The cats do whatever the <laughs> fuck they want, whenever they want anyway, Carla, you know. <laughs> doesn't It matter, doesn't matter what I'm doing. Um, yeah, no, so he he works like Monday to Friday, eight till four. Um, and mm. I I was very conscious of the fact that I didn't want to be sitting in front of my desk till 10, 11 o'clock at night, because otherwise we just never speak to each other. Um, which, you Sounds know... Sounds like an ideal relationship well, Absolutely, to me, no. yeah, you know. Semi-joking... <laughs> you know i'm with you on that slightly (laughs) but um yeah so for me i kind of got it into my head that i needed to build a routine around his hours to make it work but i'm not a morning person i am i no matter how much i try i am without doubt the worst person first thing in the morning i can wake up with him at seven o'clock when he gets himself up to get ready for work but i'll still be laying in bed two hours later um you know scrolling Mm -hmm. on my phone or reading my book so
1: anyone who's ever taken any form of road trip or traveling with me that involves getting up early will know or anyone who's actually ever spent a night with me in any format including way back when it was a night the brownies (laughs) will will testify to the fact that i i can wake up at any time you fancy like if you prank me at six o'clock in the morning i'll I'll open my eyes probably swear at you but i'll Mm. open my eyes and i can get up and i can go through the motions of being a human being. Sure. But I don't actually become an awake, functioning human being until like 10, 30, 11 at the earliest. Mm-hmm. Um and actually it's interesting you bring up guilt because I've had a lot of I will talk about the kind of night hour early bird thing in a minute, but I've had real, real guilt about the fact that on a standard day I get up about nine, I do my I have my morning routine, which we'll talk about in a minute as well. Um and I get going any time between midday and three PM. And that feels ridiculous for someone that has always worked full time in a nine to five job and at one point was leaving the house at quarter past five to get to work on time Um, in the morning. That is, I can't get my head around the fact, but but I am also regularly still at my desk at one or two o'clock in the morning. So actually I'm putting in more than enough hours. Crucially, it's not about the hours. It's about what I'm producing and what I'm getting done and I'm getting all of those things done and the business is growing. Therefore, I don't need to feel guilty, but there is something very guilt-inducing I think it's okay if I get up and I go shopping or I go and see my mum and my gran or I I don't know I make the decision that I'm going to chill out and read a book and it's a it's like active chill time it's yes. fine when I say active not me running around doing things but it's a choice I think some mornings I just don't have a lot of energy because I'm not a morning person I'm very much a night owl and so I like you say I wake up and then three hours later I'm still in bed kind of scrolling on my phone I might have picked up a book I might have done my morning pages but I also might not have yeah. done and then I just feel dreadful Mm. Um, and my morning pages more often than not because I do them when I first get to my desk well no that's not true sometimes I do them when I wake up sometimes I do them when I get to my desk but I always do them before I do any work in the day
0: But sometimes my morning pages are written at half past one. Okay. So th- this is interesting. Uh, this, th- um, explain briefly this idea of morning pages. Talk to us about this.
1: Ah, okay. So it's um it's a concept originally from The Artist's Way, which is by Julia Cameron, which I recommend as recommended reading for everybody in the world ever. Anyone who is creative in any way, shape or form. It's a transformational, amazing, amazing book. Mm-hmm. Um and she recommends, it's like a basic tool, Is um, there's actually two basic tools. One is taking yourself out on artist dates, which I've always done, which is lots of fun, which can be anything from making something to going for a walk, but it's supposed to be something just for you. Yeah. And the other foundation of um, kind of creativity and sanity, excuse me, I've got hiccups, <laughs> um, is morning pages. And this is three pages written longhand when you wake up. Um it's roughly 750 words. So I actually have um <laughs> I have a bit of a checkered history with it. So it's something I've been doing for a long long time, but for a long time I wanted to do it in the evening because that was when I was most alert and awake and I figured that was quite sensible and I was like Pfft, mornings no one does anything in the mornings so I'm going to do it in the evening. So I did, and that was fine. But it ended up being more like journaling and less like a. I, I, it's hard to explain, but
0: more like a. You, if, is it more like a review of your day when you do it in the evening? Because I
1: it does become more of a review of your day, yeah. and it's also interestingly, it's coloured by your experiences in the day mm. when you do it in the evening. Sure. Um, and that's something I think I can only appreciate now. I am regularly doing them in the mornings. Okay. And um, so I try really hard. Um, there are so I try and do them longhand. So I always have an A4 notebook dedicated to it um the current one's glittery which makes me happy but sometimes (laughs) it's literally just been bits of paper and I put them in a folder like the 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 medium doesn't really matter as long as you're doing it I prefer to write longhand with a fountain pen because that's how I operate best um I am also a member of a wonderful site called 750words.com which is how I did my morning pages when I was traveling and um you know when I was commuting and that kind of stuff or when I was at work and I could just log in sneakily and spend 10 minutes typing because you can type quicker than you talk Um, that I think is something like a fiver a month like it's not a huge amount of money Um, and it's really really helpful it's totally anonymous Um, no one can see your journal except you Um, so if you prefer to type or if you prefer to dictate or you know depending on what works best for you I think the the key thing is getting the words out Um, and so for me I try and you know that sleepy stage when you you're awake but you're not fully awake yet so for me, I wake up, I get out of bed, it's usually a cat shouting at me for its breakfast, mm-hmm. so I go down and give them their breakfast. And then I will make a cup of tea or I will pour some Pepsi Max into a mug because that's a thing that I do. And I will <laughs> go and sit in the conservatory and I just write before I'm fully awake. And actually, yeah. if I can manage to do that, it does work better for me because it seems, it's like, it's a bit like a brain download. It's a, it's not quite free writing as you've described free writing oh, yes, to me. yeah. But it's somewhere between journaling and free writing. Mm. And I can tell now, so the days that I miss doing it for whatever reason are almost inevitably bad days. And I don't think that's a cause and effect thing. I think it's just because I am facing the like anything that comes up that's a problem i haven't dealt with stuff in my head before i've started the day if that makes any kind of sense so i would say that that now is a part of my routine that i get very stressed if i can't do um because it's it's it's, it's been life-changing it's it's become
0: it has become your routine probably through it has of, become my routine but I, I think yeah it's like anything things become a routine the, the more you do them basically and it's
1: yes when you
0: first start doing them as i've tried this i haven't read the artist way yet it's still on my uh, on my oh, to read you list must, i haven't you must. <laughs> but it's one of those things i've heard about morning pages it gets it gets talked about quite a lot in sort of creative um field social media all that kind of thing and i so i i mean f- this is going to sound really strange but as a writer for a long time I stopped journaling I wasn't journaling at all um Mm. and so actually over the last year the thing that I've been doing is journaling daily but Mm -hmm. actually what I'd planned to do was to to start doing it at the start of the day kind of in in sort of line with morning pages but okay um it hasn't happened that way because actually first thing in the morning Mm -hmm. it's it's, there's nothing there that's I feel like it's not it, nothing comes when I try it that way. And I think, I think this is
1: where it's very important with routine in general mm. to find the thing that works for exactly. you. I think that's that thing, you know. And like, I don't always manage all three pages. Yeah. I quite often get as far as like half a page and then some affirmations and then a few more thoughts, and then I'll. I don't always get my affirmations down. I don't always get to write my pages. So it's not like a oh I do this and this is this is why my life is fabulous or anything like that. But I think it's finding what works for you. And for me, although it is more of a pain to do it in the morning mm. because i am not at my best in the morning yeah. it works better for me if i can do it then okay. if you see what i yeah. mean so it is just about finding what works for you i think in, in any routine whether that's you know drinking decaf tea at a certain time of the day yeah. or whatever it is i think the markers would you say routine is is how do you define routine is it markers is it things that you do is it Times, or does that vary by person? I, think it's I guess it's probably a combination well.
0: of all of those things, to be honest. It's if you, t- yeah, if you talk about, I mean, I, if I talked about, um, yeah, I mean, one of the things we're talking about here is morning routine, and for, for people, it is, it's oh, this is what I do at this time, and this is what I do at this time, and it's quite regimented. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not one of those people, but you know, I know there are people who.
1: I mean, I think regimented works for some people, definitely. And yes. I think for, for lots of people, if that is then disrupted, it causes them quite a lot of grief. Yes. So.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, um, yeah, or it's the, yeah, it's the, or even it's the the, the motion of going through certain, almost like ritual um, uh, mm. behaviours. Like, oh, I I know some people who always get up first. Actually, as a, an, a former smoker, my routine used to be... Um, getting up first thing in the morning before I did... Well, I'd I'd get dressed. I'd at least put some clothes on before I went and stood outside and had a cigarette, but... One of the things I would do would be... I, th- I think i think smoking in your underwear is acceptable, <laughs> but maybe not in the front of your house. Well, this is it. I used to smoke at the front of my house, so I at least... Okay, fair. I at least put a great big dressing gown on around me and, you know, a pair of leggings or something to cover up all the all the hairy legs and everything. <laughs> but, um, yeah, my, my morning routine before anything, before I spoke to anybody, before I did anything at all, it was to go outside and have a cigarette because that was... It was like my... Or that was my thinking time i suppose for me mm. to to think about the day ahead what was going to happen what i was going to do and uh, i know it's obviously not the healthiest way to be doing these things but
1: no um, but it's a th- and i think i think that's it i don't yeah. think starting the day with pepsi max is particularly <laughs>
0: healthy either but i do that so not as bad know. as smoking let's face it
1: no not as bad as smoking <laughs> probably not far off i, I dread that there's going to be like you know when when my friend's children are like when i'm grandmother age I reckon there's going to be, they'll be like, my God, Auntie Carla, I can't believe that you used to do that. And I'll be like, no, I know, right? It was horrendous. (laughs) But anyway, anyway, so moving swiftly on, um, because we are not in fact sponsored by Percy. (laughs) But maybe one day we could be. You never know. I, yes, I think, I think, I mean, morning routine is, I think the one that is most vaunted and is most um, kind of held up as a thing that successful people should do. And actually, I think that is, both useful because having a morning like everybody has a morning routine everyone who manages to get out of bed and get dressed in the morning it's a routine has a routine but um my morning routine for a really long time was wake up hit the snooze button 15 times roll out of bed crawl slash stagger to the shower get in the shower meow back at the cat who was demanding her breakfast and then once i'd got out of the shower i managed to feed the cats and then i would get dressed and then i would stagger out the door mm-hmm. that that was my morning it wasn't very much fun yeah. but it was a routine of sorts so I think if it's possible to design a routine that makes you happy that also fits into the time you have available and I understand of course that like we are both child free but mm-hmm. they obviously if you've got small people in the house your, your time you're kind
0: of yeah in mornings, you're swayed by them aren't you you're definitely changes too, of course
1: yeah. but i think the other thing that's probably really important for us to acknowledge just suppose we have talked about a bit with the calendar thing is that routine actually extends it's routine and organization for me are almost interchangeable yes.
0: yeah
1: um but if i don't have a routine i'm not organized yes. and if i'm organized then my routine kind of falls into place mm-hmm. exactly and that extends to everything yes. including dinner like planning food and um you know where I'm going to be at what time in the day and um it was actually routine which led me to buy my tiny little laptop because I found that I was out and about and I was missing half an hour here and 25 minutes there and an hour there where I wasn't able to do anything and I was like actually I could be writing blog posts doing social media like the little kind of admin bits in the day and that's been massive that but spotting those my my routine system I'm gonna have to find a snappier name for it than that, aren't I? Anyway, um, (laughs) for now it's fine. That'll do. (laughs) for now it's fine. Um, My my system, I think, has um, because it shows you where the gaps are.
0: It's very visual where I was losing time, literally losing time. So that I think, yeah, I think in that sense it's a really positive thing. Absolutely, definitely. I mean, actually, I mean that's obviously we've talked about morning routine there, but then so just give us a for instance, like um, sort of like how would you say routine is through on a day-to-day for you? (laughs) Are there any days that are the same? Well, this is it. Exactly. Um, We talk about routine, but actually we don't have days that are the same, do we, either of us? Yeah,
1: that's that's a really interesting one. Mm -hmm. So I think it's quite... um, Actually, I might try and take a picture of it and put it up just because I think it will make people laugh. So when I very first um, went full-time... Uh, lovely friend of mine gave me a tea card organisation board, which is like a. It's got little slots that so you can put things. Oh, in I remember seeing this With yes, the colours. Yeah. yeah, so beautiful. So I sat there on I don't know day four of full time and put. Together oh, you what had all these wonderful ideas, like.
0: didn't you? With it all. Oh, yeah. it was
1: amazing, and all this like. So, in fact, I'm looking at it now, and I've got like a section, and then I've got some other sections. I've got these things, and actually, it's interesting because all of the things that I've said I'm going to do in a week, I generally do get done. Mm-hmm in a week but at no point does it happen in the way that i thought it was going to on that board which i think is quite entertaining (laughs) so (laughs) i don't think i've ever done it in the order that i've put it on that board um but i have got around this um this year which is working really well for me at the moment actually so it's literally only since january well december-ish that i've been doing this um so I say i'm doing so i found again i think this is this is very much depends this is a very personal uh, choice, very personal decision. So I know a lot of entrepreneurs who um, work almost entirely from home, almost entirely virtually. They don't actually need to leave the house very much, mm-hmm. and they then have a much greater degree of control over what they're doing at any particular time because they're in one location. Yeah. Um, I work from my office at home. I work from my sofa at home. I work at my studio, and I work out and about. And I also do a massive amount of networking, which is technically work but doesn't involve working. Yeah like photographing or you know writing or anything like that so um but when you look at where my business comes from where my income comes from um networking is by far the most effective thing that i do in terms of marketing and bringing business in so it's something that i want to make sure that i'm doing a lot Mm -hmm. um so and this this is something that got much more intense and much more obvious that this was working towards the end of last year so i then looked and i was like okay I'm trying to do all these things, and I, I kind of had lists of things that needed doing. And when I had a spare bit of time, I would just look at the list and pick a thing on the list and do that. And it was working okay, but I think there is a point at which everything is the same level of priority, yeah. and I am quite prone to overwhelm because I have so many things going on. And if you've got eighteen or 115 or whatever you've got things on, frankly, if you've got four things on a list and they're all the same level of priority, but you only have time to do one of them, how are you supposed to pick? So I have now developed, um, and again, I say this as though it, it sounds really stupidly obvious when I say it out loud, but anyway, so I decided that I was going to have a broad theme for each day. So I have got, con- I'm just going to check this because otherwise I'm going to say the wrong thing. <laughs> Hang on, sorry, I just hit my microphone so that'll be a nice horrible noise. So I currently have Content Mondays, Collaboration Tuesdays, Client Wednesdays, Marketing Thursdays, learning and development Fridays, client Saturdays, and catch-up Sundays. I think I did originally, originally call those mop-up Sundays, yeah, but anyway. I like that too. Um, <laughs> so, um, and those, and then I've got, so, and I've got this in my bullet journal, and I've got the list of them, I've also got it pinned up in my office, and then I've got a list of all the things that kind of go with those themes. And the intention is that obviously I will not only have clients on a Wednesday and a Saturday because that's not practical. And obviously I have, you know, learning, th- like, you know, uh, workshops and things that go on at different on different days. And I have, um, you know, marketing and networking isn't just on a Thursday. But what I have found that that's done for me is when I've got a massive list of things to do and I find myself either between clients or between calls or I've got a day at home or I've got a morning at home... Um, Or I'm at the studio and I'm between two clients and I've got maybe two hours and there's no point going home in that time. I could just stay there and work. It means, A, I know what to pack. Do I want my marketing folder? Do I want my um, hard drive with my photos on for social media? Do I want video editing? Like, what do I want to take with me? So I'm not trying to take my whole office every time I leave the house. And it means that I can then pick the things. So if it is a Monday and I've got a spare hour, I will pick some content creation. It might be social media, it might be um, editing photos for social, but it probably won't be client edits unless I'm close to a deadline. If it is a Wednesday, I will choose client work, editing or admin or invoicing or whatever over anything else. Mm -hmm. If it's a Friday, I will pick my learning. So all of this stuff is really high priority, but I will pick it based on the day. And it sounds really simple, but that really helps me to kind of, pick the high like if it's all the same priority yeah. it helps me pick a priority for the day i like
0: i do like that idea um i do you know it's one um it's a bit like the whole uh what do they call it when is it like time blocking so like if you're going to do blog or your blogging you do it in yes bits. You, you write all of your blog posts first then you upload and yeah and, so batching that's, batching, a batching. that's it that. thank you um yeah it's it's kind of along those i uh, that idea yes. isn't it and yes. and i i really love the premise of that but do you know what i i feel like i've tried a, a version of that but it doesn't work for me um okay. in that um like for example i don't i'm trying to think of if i mean is it well go on no i was gonna say i would i would say i
1: have so far had one entire monday at home and mm-hmm. i did not spend the entire day writing content yeah because I can't, I can't spend a whole day doing exactly. One thing, so and I my think brain that's... is wired, so I would, I would agree. This was this for me was less about this is what I'll do on a Monday and this is what I'll do on sure. Tuesday. It's more like, okay, I've got a client at two o'clock on Monday and I've got a delivery at ten thirty on Monday. Between those two things, what yeah. am I going to do?
0: Yeah, I get you.
1: It, it was that I think yeah. that drove it because I like oh, you. Yeah. I can't spend a whole day doing one thing. I'd love to say, oh, I'm going to spend this weekend doing all my videos. <laughs> Doesn't work like that. Especially I mean, I do sometimes
0: even i go you know on. for example like for writing if you if you mm-hmm. decide on a day that you're going to do all of your blog posts even i mm-hmm. as a writer can sometimes get up in the morning get my computer out go to write and go oh, i've got all the ideas That's and right. things in front of me and i think do you know what i don't want to do just this today yeah i just yeah. i want to go and watch yeah. tv or i want to i want to i mean
1: to balance else. that this is more about content and probably less about organizing it, but it's sort of about routine mm. so about two or three times a year um, I get together with one of my best friends who also runs a business. And we go and closet ourselves away in a somewhere like a travel lodge or a premiere in, like nothing overly exciting. Um and we take our laptops and we do basically planning and content creation for an entire weekend. Wow. But that in itself, again, you've got because you've got time with I mean we actually are a little bit behind this year and we haven't done it, but we we did a day. We just did a day, yeah. a halfway day the other day. Um because life gets in the way and sometimes you can't do a whole weekend, you know. Mm. But that's really helpful and a couple of times i've done that for myself i've blocked off a weekend and i've just had my bought nice food so i don't have to leave the house and it's not always content creation it might be that i need to redevelop my website or it might be that i've got a course that i really want to finish in that weekend yeah. or something like that but so you've
0: got an end you've got an um, end goal in mind you've
1: got an end goal yeah, in sight yeah. yeah definitely and i think that can work every now and again mm-hmm. but on a regular basis in a routine sense of like in a yeah in a sense of routine given that that's our subject today um I yes I can't it's not that I'm spending every Wednesday editing and every Friday yeah. learning and every because that's not how and again that's not how freelance I, life but works. I do
0: like the way that it's it is a it's a routine of sorts though in that it does kind of um not it, it guides what you're, you're it's, it's like a safety net yeah, yeah. it's like a, it kind of just guides your the way you're working yeah, guides. And
1: it, what it is actually is there to ward off overwhelm yes. so i don't look at because my exactly list can it. easily run several pages yeah. because of all the different yeah. things i'm involved in so for example i know that unless there is something so for example with um with my stationery company with ink drops once a month we obviously wrap and post everything fine so that that will fit on whatever day fits in with my anastasia's schedules that's that's not a fixed day that's a more of a fixed date than a day yeah because obviously we have a deadline to get out by but tuesdays are when i do the admin for so the photographs for ink drops the admin for the chocolate factory um tuesday today is podcast day is another joint thing Mm -hmm. and so tuesdays are my joint thing my collaborative thing day which just means i've got a day when
0: i know i will have time to do that stuff as well i think which is also important just for like future planning and things isn't it really so yeah yeah i mean the in around that idea of the sort of trying to prevent the overwhelm it it totally makes sense for that and then but it's yeah it's finding the right way to to get that to work for you so for example where you say you've got it all planned out by via days for me Mm. i tend to work on um a deadline basis deadlines work better for me okay so okay everything i have um in my to-do list is given a deadline and, I, and then do you work backwards yes, from that deadline? Yeah, exactly. You, yeah. Okay. So I, I I think to myself, okay. So look, for, for example, my latest deadline is um, I've got to get all of my uh, my receipts and taxes in order for 2019 because it's time for the account soon. So I've got my deadline set for that, and working back from that, I know I need to get something done by this date, something done by that date, and um, and that's how. See, I, interestingly, I've tried I've tried doing hmm. that, and I'm
1: part of an accountability group where. Um, we break things down like yeah. that and i always break them down It's but i always end up then slotting them into my own system differently yes. because my brain just works ever so so i find it really helpful to break it down on paper like that yeah. but to actually get them done i have to
0: slot them into my calendar yeah, differently absolutely if that makes yeah, sense yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's, so. and that's the, that, i think that's just the beauty of the, and the idea actually that routine doesn't have to be this hard and fast thing does it for everybody mm. it's mm-hmm. you've just got to kind of bend it to work in a way that you feel comfortable
1: yeah uh, yes and i think actually routine can be a really good um base vehicle if you like yes. for implementing new habits yes definitely and bringing new habits into your life which may be good ones or maybe getting rid of bad ones or might just be picking up bad ones <laughs> i'm gonna reference my morning cuppa that isn't a cuppa <laughs> um <laughs> but i feel like maybe there's a um there's another positive i just I, sorry, i'm harping on about the positive but i feel like routine has always been a negative thing routine has always been something I avoided like the plague Mm. and yet now I've come to it of my own volition because I wanted it and I needed it and I kind of came to it out of desperation of like I really want to keep this business going but I cannot keep going in the way that I was going for the first two or three months yeah um not through lack of clients or lack of work it was it was literally that I couldn't fit in and I did get to a point where I was like I'm so busy if I get any more clients I'm not going to be able to cope Mm -hmm. but obviously in the first three months of my business I needed more clients because you need more clients so that was kind of what drove it is I was like actually if I get three more people booking I'm completely stuffed Mm -hmm. and that isn't what I want yeah so um and I feel like actually that that positive that positive feel of you can have a routine you can change but you have to change it has to change in your head how you see it so you have to see it as giving you flexibility and freedom rather than taking away your choices exactly
0: but also yeah it's it's an element of you taking control of your business isn't it really i feel like Mm, mm -hmm.
1: yes you being in control rather than it controlling you exactly that idea of what you say
0: about like if i took took on three more clients even though i desperately needed the money i didn't it it just would have well you'd have been working till six o'clock in the morning i would have exploded probably, yeah. I, well i just wouldn't have been able to give them the service exactly that I to give. which is one of the things <laughs> that i think yeah, is key yeah one of the things i've always um is admired is like when you see um social media posts from people and they go oh i've got room for three more clients this month and i was looking at that going how how the fuck do you know how many much space yeah, how do you, you know got? Yeah, yeah exactly
1: whereas you see now i know because you'll see in the last year i've been able to say that i'm like oh actually or if somebody moves their sheet sometimes you know life gets in the Mm -hmm. way like kids have stuff happen stuff happens and so sometimes people will phone me and say oh i still obviously still want my sheet but can we move it back so i'll then be able to say oh look i've got a space opened up um yeah exactly or i can look at the beginning so as i've just done in march i've looked and i've gone "Mm, actually i could fit in two more sheets this month but i don't want to i don't want to fit in any more this month um i want to leave the space for um kind of my existing clients and some planning and some development yep. and then april i've got space so it's really nice to have that um kind of clarity yes. i suppose about your business and, and to feel like you are running the business and the business is not running yes you. exactly
0: yeah yeah i agree yeah. definitely so yeah. we, we kind of very briefly touched on this whole idea though of like um uh being an early bird or yes uh, or a night owl yeah exactly let's talk a bit a bit more about that because that is obviously very different for everybody isn't it i i was always yes i you know i don't know what i am anymore but because i i knew i was never a morning maybe person. you're the permanently exhausted pigeon oh I, was the permanently <laughs> exhausted pigeon. I forgot about that one definitely um it was uh i was never a morning person i've never been a, a morning person this i am very well aware of i was probably for the most part a night owl um mostly because i did shift work um i have a
1: question cool. if you weren't a morning person how did you make cope with the early shifts because oh, you had some hideous early awful. shifts when we first Absolutely
0: met. hated them when uh, when i first was working in the ambulance service i worked in the control room i was a call taker and then i was a dispatcher and my shift started at seven o'clock in the morning um oh my god so i had to um, makes at, me want to cry <laughs> yes at the time i wasn't driving either so i would have to get the bus or walk or get a lift. Um, and i invariably was late for lots of shifts um i used to uh, there was actually a point uh, i went through a phase um for a few months i think it was where i'd get a phone call my phone would ring while i was sleeping and i would literally answer the phone oh fuck i'm late i'm on my way and it was seven (laughs) o'clock that was that was that was how i knew i was late i knew as soon as that phone went i was already late for work so and that was happening that Wow. Yeah, that yeah. was happening. Do you know what the, the the thing that kind of turned me around from that was actually almost like an accountability thing? I had a friend who didn't drive and she needed to get her little boy to nursery and get into work for seven o'clock in the morning. We we ended up working on the same team. Um, so I turned around to her and said, Well, I drive if you ring me and at such and such a time to wake me up, I will come and collect you. We'll drop your son off at nursery and we'll go to work. And we'll go together. Yeah. Because that, it was a, a reason for me to get up and get moving basically. So that was, yeah. Yeah, it, yeah. that was the only way I managed to survive mornings was because I had to, Wow. yeah, she, if I had, if I, if she hadn't heard from me by six o'clock, she would ring me um, incessantly saying, come on, where are you? You need to get up, get out of bed. It's time to, it's time to go sort of thing. And I'd be like, okay, okay, I'm on my way. So, <laughs> but, um I still, I have never liked mornings, for, you know. Even, even doing all of that because I had to do it for, for somebody else. You know, I was working for somebody else. I was, mm. work, I was doing this to make sure. Well, yeah, you don't have a choice, exactly. Do you? But um, I was always much more of a night owl. Even as a kid, I would stay up till two, three o'clock in the morning, writing and reading mm-hmm. in bed, and, um, yeah, being permanently. Sorted. Do you
1: find you have a time? Because I'm also absolutely a night owl, which anyone who's known me for more than about five minutes will know. Um, and I there is a time where I start to perk up mm-hmm. um, which I think is, is often about 6pm I reckon for okay, me yep. but then I think there's like almost like a second wind so I know a couple of times when we've been talking it's about half 1, 2 in the morning and annoyingly there are times, obviously, in my current life where I have to go to bed at a reasonably sensible time because I have something in the morning that I need to be up at, like, normal human time for. Yep. Um, and I know there have been times where you've said, Carly, you need to go to bed. And I'm like, but I have all the ideas and I what to do with things. <laughs> and let's talk some more. And you're like, bed. no, really, it's three o'clock in the morning. You have to go to bed now. Um, do you have that? Um, so I would say my triggers are probably, like, 6 p.m. and midnight are when I kind of perk yes. up. And when I do my best creative work, so I try and do my boring admin shit in the morning um, or anything that's kind of repetitive. I do housework in the morning. I don't do anything that requires brain power in the morning. And then I do fun stuff um, and and creative work and creation and client work and editing and all the things that kind of need my full self. In the evening and at night, would you say that you're similar? Yes. Do you have similar similar patterns?
0: I've got two sort of periods of of the day that I'm probably most productive. And it's normally sort of early afternoon um mm-hmm. between usually around about lunchtime to up until the point that um Stuart's finished work and and is on uh, so around about now uh another hour hour and a half yeah about now so in this, in yeah, this kind of window now. he comes Excellent. home i go into sort of relaxed mode because he's home from work and chilling out on the sofa or we're put, we're making dinner and that kind of thing and usually mm-hmm. i will then bring all of my stuff down to the sofa in the evening and i suddenly perk up again probably from around about eight nine o'clock um which is when i'll probably get some blog posts written while the tv's playing and um sometimes it ends up being it sounds like it sounds terrible because what part of the idea was that i wouldn't work in the evenings but i do find myself working in the evenings because i suddenly get ideas or i suddenly think excuse me i'll stop that (laughs) I I um totally fine uh, yes so yeah so i i do find myself ending up I suddenly get creative ideas generally in the evening about things to write about or um, mm. or the other thing is I'll I'll have left a deadline too late and I'm, <laughs> I'm rushing to get it's it. Also finished, that, also you know? that. But, but that then you
1: well. see, I find, um, I mean, this again, this is straying off off routine completely, mm. I think, but I find it's, um, like, working for me now is, is 90% of the time yes. is a joy. Yes. And I literally used to do this stuff for fun. Yes um in fact i found it's not like work is it you're doing um, it because you love no it's not like work i used Mm. to do this for joy i used to do this as a hobby like for fun and so so it's not a problem to me to be doing and people often say to me oh carla why are you working so Mm -hmm. late and i'm like because i'd rather be doing that than enjoying myself yeah having a really nice time yeah (laughs) and i feel a bit guilty and actually i found the other day actually we'll talk about that later but i found a book where my best friend and i when we were about seven Uh, what we did for fun was we ran businesses Mm. um, and we've got an appointments book and it's wonderful so literally that was all I ever wanted to do so and I think that that working in the evening thing is again something that people it's almost the opposite of guilt I think people give you a lot of grief for and it's like well my routine is that I do my best work in the evenings and one of the reasons I'm self-employed apart from wanting to be self-employed and wanting to do my creative Mm -hmm. thing is that I have never yet found a job that allows me to go in at midday and leave at 8 p.m Um, actually that's not true my very first job did but that didn't work out so (laughs) um and it was in London so the commute made it kind of not as useful as it could have been but um generally in life that's that's you either do shift work which doesn't work for me or you work nine to five which doesn't work for me so this is the this is the in-between option right um and I think finding your own routine is is really important yes and not being too influenced I think you can be inspired by what other people do and things that other people manage to fit in but I know for example um, I've had conversations with people and they're like oh Carly you know I don't really want to write in the morning but I'd love to I don't know do an exercise dvd or yoga or something in the morning but I just don't have time and I'm like okay what's you know why not and I just you know I could probably do it on like a Tuesday when my husband takes the little ones to work so do that yeah do you, like I think it's not about having to do something every yeah. day I think it's about having so for example this weekly routine was a bit of a re- revelation to me because in my head routine was something that you did every day without yes. fail
0: yeah and
1: one of the big learning one of the big learning uh for me as a self-employed creative is that there is no such thing as a day that goes the same as another day ever. yes
0: exactly yeah. I don't think I'm
1: ever going to have a day similar to another day ever again even I have two straight days at home doing the same kind of thing. Mm-hmm. They're still not going to be identical. No, exactly.
0: Yeah. So
1: having this kind of rhythm,
0: maybe, rather Ooh, than a routine. I like that rhythm, definitely.
1: That's literally just come into my head as we that's were talking. Awesome. But I think that that can be maybe a um <sighs> I can't words. I know <laughs> what I'm trying to say and it's just not coming out. But yeah, I think I think being inspired but not being intimidated by yes. other people's routines. Yeah. And and using that to create your own
0: is a good kind of starting point. Yeah, definitely. Does that make sense? Yeah, it totally does. Absolutely. Yeah. I I love that idea of like you say, instead of calling it a routine, calling it a rhythm of sorts, of 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 your of how you run your, particularly, your life yeah. and your business, really. So yeah.
1: And particularly I think if you're a bit allergic to the concept of um of a routine. If routine has always been something that's been imposed upon you. Mm-hmm then maybe a rhythm is a better way of looking at it to kind of take back some control over your life because we do hear a lot i do hear a lot from um from my clients but also just from people in general in my group and in um kind of entrepreneurial world generally um that kind of overwhelm and um just there's so much going on there's so much to Mm do i think people struggle to to know where to
0: start and i I do think this can really help exactly yeah and it's about sort of uh, yeah you talk about overwhelm it's about i think because once you get to that point of being overwhelmed your your productivity levels just kind of everything just drops doesn't it and you find in the end actually you're just spinning around in circles and not getting anywhere um but you i think you have to kind of take a step back and say what you know what when am i most productive when so if i'm most productive at this between these hours then this is when i should be Um, doing doing whatever you know it doesn't and it's it is different for everybody so yeah. So I, for, like, for example, one of the things I do at the moment, I'm studying for a degree, which, you know, it's, it's hard work. <laughs> it's yes. even harder this time. Hefty year. commitment of time. Oh my God. Yeah. At the moment, it's re- it's been a real struggle. I've been really behind with it and there's been lots of reading. I've got, you know, big essays and suddenly deadlines loom and I haven't touched them and um and i've been finding a because work is much more enjoyable for me so i've actually been spending much more time doing that and i get to the end that's interesting Yeah oh yeah totally but i get to the end of the day um and i suddenly think oh i need to do some studying but i'm not at that point it's just not going to work for me so actually what i've done no. is i've inserted into my routine recently is uh, um is doing my, my studying first thing in the morning when when I'm typically less productive and I'm not a morning person like we've just discussed but between 9 and 11 I make that my study time because for some reason it's because it's not it's brain stuff but it's not
1: but it's also more about putting stuff into your brain yes,
0: rather than taking as much stuff, as out stuff out, of, out of, of your brain. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. So it's,
1: you're more like a, like a spun. I often do learning actually. So one of the things I've taken to doing actually just since the weather's been so shit, mm-hmm. because my conservatory is a lovely place to sit when it's sunny or if it's kind of drizzling, it's quite yeah. nice when things are blowing around and birds are being blown off the top of it and things are falling down in the garden. It's actually not as relaxing yeah, yeah. as it could be. Yeah. So while it's been really shocking weather, obviously by the time we release this, it's probably going to be a bloody heat wave. <laughs> but, um, I have been taking my little laptop up to bed and actually doing some learning. So I've got some creative live courses. I've got some other courses. I've got some um, just kind of general notes from uh, workshops and things I've been to where I want to kind of implement stuff or um, sort of journal around stuff or further reading on stuff. Mm -hmm. um, That kind of learning and development thing. Yeah. Um, and that often is something I will do in the morning because I feel like my brain is less cluttered with stuff. Yeah, absolutely.
0: And actually, do you know so, coming back around? That's probably why the morning pages work as well, then, isn't it? Because it's yes. less clutter.
1: Yes. Well, I will always do morning pages before any learning. Yes. Interestingly, oh, okay. because it gets crap out, and then I can put more stuff back in. Ah, um, yeah, yeah. I like that thinking. So yeah. I, I hadn't really thought of it in those terms. I yeah. don't think before, but I don't absorb very much until I've written. Yeah. And like yesterday, so uh, not yesterday, day before, I went uh, on a car journey with my mum quite. A long one down to see my godmother and uh, I hadn't because I had to get up at a stupid o'clock in the morning so that we could do the three-hour journey and get there at a reasonable time I had obviously not done pages and I get very very travel sick so I can't write oh, in the car yeah. so and I can't type or anything in the car as well so I couldn't even type it so, so my poor mum who is a wonderful human and loves to chat didn't get word in edgeways because i verbally did my morning pages and just talked at her for the first hour that we were in the car um, she All was just, she was very happy to listen but she was a little bit like are you okay and i was like oh yeah normally i'd write this stuff down sorry <laughs> i'm done now <laughs> i'm
0: done now i'm fine but yeah. actually going back to um, and it was what i'm doing with the studying though is that i then find big it's it's almost a bit like that whole what's the thing they've been talking about the whole eat eat the frog thing Eat the frogs. yes. So you're doing yes the thing that you the Well, I don't like... actually like eating frogs. Oh, no. but, but you're doing yes. the thing you least like first, aren't you? The big thing yes. that you absolutely hate. Get it out of the way. The big
1: thing, I, yes. I don't hate yes. studying,
0: just for the record. I've I've, been, I've loved every moment of doing this degree, but this module has been very hard. That's And it's been... I
1: think that's... Actually, I think that's that's a really good sign, because I I loved my degree overall, yes. but there were definitely parts of it that I did not enjoy. Uh, yes, so well, I think that's, we, we, that's, we've that's not fine. We've been friends this
0: year, so yes. It's, we've just mm-hmm, been... But mm-hmm. I do find once I've then done my two hours of whatever it is typically reading and writing some notes but or like this week i've been writing an essay Uh, Mm -hmm. i get to the end of that two hours and i stop it that's that's my time done but it gives me a sense of achievement that i've done that as well and suddenly then i feel much more productive with all the other stuff that i enjoy through the rest of the day Mm -hmm. so Mm
1: -hmm. uh,
0: i guess yeah having that little routine in place is actually Hmm. helpful to my business yeah. yeah, which is really good. Mm.
1: Um, I am just looking at the time, oh, yes. and I think now is probably not the time to start talking about bullet journals <gasps> and automation and stuff. So should we maybe do another episode We on could. That? Because I could talk for two hours. And I'm thinking that um, Anastasia... Um, has the nibble method, which is her time-locking um, habit method. Us. She's got a book coming out. Yes, Well, she's got a book coming out later this year, which I think will be really mm. good. And um, obviously, with Ink Drops, we're doing some organising stuff. So I'm wondering if we should get the three of us together to talk about more organising stuff rather than routiney that stuff. That sounds like a plan. It'll kind of cross over, but does that sound like it a does, plan? It does
0: definitely. I like that.
1: Otherwise, we are going to have a two and a half hour podcast episode on our hands, which <laughs> might be a bit much for a Bullet journaling for moment. the record.
0: Start looking it up because we are going to talk heavily about yes. it. Bullet start, journaling, yes. Start googling. Yeah.
1: Uh, we'll put some links Definitely. in for you to have a little nose, yeah. But Yeah. yeah. I keep pointing downwards as though I'm on a video when I do that but no one can see me except but you. This where is a little I've, bit sad. Where,
0: where I've got you on my screen you are right above all my little notes as well so you are actually pointing oh, so, at the down notes. Down here, down yeah. here. Yay. <laughs> Whereas on my
1: screen I'm pointing at your shoulder Ah, okay. which is perhaps slightly less relevant right. unless you have stuff tattooed on it. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I did actually, I was talking to someone the other day about um, uh, ludicrous, not ludicrous tattoos but like um, tattoos that are maybe not they're more functional than um, pretty. Okay. More functional than decorative. And I said that... Um, so I have always used my... I'm not sure if this is related to routine, but you know what? I'm going to run with it anyway. So... Uh, I've always been a little bit of a weird one and uh, when I was at school I would use my body as a notebook so if I needed to write something down and I didn't have a pen, a pa- pen, piece of paper to hand I would write it on my wrists or my arms and ah. then I would write it on my legs and I would write it on my thighs and then when I got home I would read my body and write it on a piece of paper and then I'd wash and then that would Fantastic. be fine um, apparently this was quite a weird thing to do I, it seemed pretty normal to me because, I, yeah, anyway um and then someone we were talking about tattoos and we talked about this decorative versus functional kind of thing the other day and i said actually what i would quite like um for, i don't have any tattoos so i'm not going to get this as my first but um if if i was going to i quite like the idea of having a to do list with my priorities on my forearm <laughs> so that i could write on it every day and then i would always know what i needed to do first oh yeah absolutely you could have your more you could but have your routine
0: think, on your arm could literally it?
1: have my routine on my arm but i i don't know if that's a little bit stupid um if anyone has one, please tell oh us. Goodness. I would love to see if this is an actual thing that people but have. take a picture and of it. For now, tag I stick, us on
0: Facebook or Instagram. I will or... stick
1: to having a list. I will stick to having a daily list in my bullet journal. Yes. But uh, rather than on my skin. Absolutely. But um, yeah, I think that. was oh, that's, like that that's, But yeah, are
0: you happy to yes. bullet journal? I think time, yes. I think, think that's a good idea because actually, that is uh, it's a big to- it's a big topic all on its own, isn't it? To tackle. yeah, and I
1: think to explain it for, for anyone who hasn't come across it before is yes. quite in yeah, depth. Yeah, absolutely. Is there anything yeah. else we want to talk about with so.
0: routine then? um just before we finish
1: only really that um oh you said about the pomodoro technique which i think is really interesting yeah i think do it's one really it's, quickly run through yeah, that to help with abs- getting stuff it's done it's more about more yeah, routine. it's more about pro- pr- um, helps, yeah. productive
0: productivity i can never say that word um and unless unless we we do a productivity oh, we could do that too absolutely don't know. Up Mental, to you. i mean i can talk, talk about it very quickly here in that only yeah let's do, let's yeah, do it Let's Let's i mean let's do it's that. more more it's probably this yeah it's probably less routine but more about sort of um, being productive inside of your routine so for example getting
1: stuff done one yeah. of the
0: classic ways i do use it is like with my that two hour window i use for studying um yeah i use an app on my phone which is called let me find it for you uh it's called focus timer so basically the pomodoro technique is all about um studying in blocks of um time short periods of time with a little break in the middle. So I think it's something like um you study for 20 you you do you work for 25 minutes and then you stop for 5 minutes go off and do anything make a cup of tea stretch your legs look out the window do something else basically for 5 minutes come back and you start again for another 25 minutes and a typical routine it says to do that in blocks of four so you're doing about 2 hours worth of work um, And the idea being is that your attention span is normally pretty good for that amount of time with the little breaks. And then after the fourth block, you go off and you have a long break. So like you actually go off and go for a walk or, you know, do something completely away from before you start your next thing. Um, So to like almost like
1: mentally reset between the two yeah exactly yeah
0: Yeah. and i've Mm -hmm. just i i use this app on my phone so it actually tells me when the 25 minutes is up it gives me a little noise and i go off and uh have my five minute break and then it pings at me again to say come back to work you know so and i find doing that it keeps it just keeps me kind of on track with with my routine as it were so for for example when i am studying in the morning i set it first thing and i make sure um i'm um i'm done by the by the sort of excuse That's me quite right but but when the four blocks are up i've actually achieved a lot more than if i just sat down and go right i'm just going to study for two hours i'm just gonna do this for yes. an hour yeah yeah mm-hmm. exactly Definitely. so
1: yeah yeah i think i think i would agree with that um i don't i'm not quite as structured as that about i'm not it. with everything It's um, only
0: things like especially like the, the the studying one which has been my least favorite recently so it's it's probably does help me to okay. keep focused on those things that i know i've got to get done but i really don't i'm not enjoying doing them at the moment if that makes sense.
1: Fair. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, That mm. makes sense. Um, yeah, I was going to say, I think I used to use that a lot more at the day job, funny ah, enough to okay. get stuff out of the yeah. way. Um, and I definitely use that exact method with my accounting. Oh yeah. <laughs> Cause I don't love, and I tend to leave my accounts for ages. And yes. so I have lots of it to do and it takes bloody mm-hmm. ages and I hate it. Um, so that, that's, that's definitely one. But when it comes to creative work, I will often do the opposite where I have to set an hour's timer so that I remember to take a break at some yeah. point like i don't want to interrupt myself only 25 minutes in or 20 minutes or whatever it is they make yes. you do um but i do oh yeah absolutely um, because sometimes i, I like, can write i but i have to give myself a okay i need to switch and again if i've got something else in my diary that has to be done that day then i will set myself a time to finish doing that thing so i can wind it down
0: and move absolutely. on absolutely
1: yeah just to try and make sure that i wish I'm, I'm realizing now sounds incredible if you're if you haven't seen it in action probably sounds incredibly strict but does really help to make sure because you do wear all the hats as a business mm-hmm. owner. You have so many things that you have to do, um, regardless of whether your business is like three hours a month or full time. Yeah. It it is you have to do everything yes. at least to start yeah. with. So you have to make sure that
0: you're fitting all those things in. Yeah, yeah that sounds like a really absolutely. good. Absolutely, and good actually, that just uh, just before we finish, I think that's probably worth talking about. It's yes, absolutely. This idea of routine, we want it, we want it to be a more positive thing for everybody. It should be about being um more flexible and free in your you know day-to-day life as it were Mm -hmm. but i think it's important to actually sort of remember as well you do sometimes have to take in the the crap stuff in that and make it part of the routine as well just to get it so whether you put it in there early so it's done and out of the way and then you get all the nice stuff later on or um
1: but then interestingly i would say i
0: found um putting the is that eating
1: that frog thing again so putting the stuff that you don't want to do into your routine Mm -hmm. means that you know there is time allocated to it you also know how much time you're going to have to spend on it so you're not dreading it you're not procrastinating away from it you're not wasting any headspace on it you just when it pings up as the next thing to do you put your stuff down you do it you get on with it you finish it you put it down you go back to the nice stuff and i find that really helpful yeah definitely definitely So, um, yes. so in summary, routine sounds terrifying. Most of us have experienced it as a bad. I say most of us. I'm I'm basing that purely on the conversations I have had with creatives. Yes. Where most of us, most of the people I know who are creative or misfit or a little bit rebellious or just a little bit um, not, I don't want to say non-conformist. Just just people who have pe- people I've spoken to yes. generally don't like routine mm-hmm. very much. Um, it may well be that you know the other fifty percent of the population are absolutely fine of
0: no, it. I think it's very true of um, uh, creatives and uh, people who work for themselves, basically. I think it's really true yes. of that.
1: Actually, I think the one other thing I'd like to add is that the thing that Routine has done for me, which is probably actually the biggest thing it's done for me. So I used to live, and I think this will be familiar to almost anyone who's ever wanted to do anything creative or done anything creative. So I used to live under the belief that one day I would have time Mm -hmm. i would have an unfettered stretch of time to do my creative thing and it would be (laughs) all right so i didn't say recently i said once
0: (laughs) many moons ago
1: so i thought that that was a thing that would come and i would have time and when i had that time i would do the thing and then i came to realize (laughs) that i was never going to get to do the thing if i didn't make some time to do the thing and actually interestingly that thing originally was photography in any form and blogging and now photography and blogging are obviously two of my main forms of income Mm -hmm. um but the thing that i have to make time for is the art photography that i do because that no one really commissions me for that people sometimes buy the images that i make but no one no one actually commissions me to make those images they are my interpretation of 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 Art space of of what I want to create. So I have to make time to do that because they're not client work, therefore, you know. And I found that the routine, again, I, I would have expected routine to make it harder, but actually, routine has made it easier for me to go, oh, look, there's my afternoon like one afternoon or half day every month or whatever that I allow myself to literally down tools and just bugger off and make art and exactly
0: that's it you can actually routinely give yourself some time off to go and do the things give myself yeah.
1: so, so that time is not structured mm-hmm. but it's built into a structure that means I can have that yes. time
0: does that yes, make sense? absolutely definitely um yeah. which so, I think as well especially when you are first starting out as a freelancer you you don't have that time to do that because you are there's no no, time there's no time so you have to make that time yeah exactly yeah you you physically do have to make that space for yourself don't you and Mm -hmm. yeah
1: and know that it's flexible so obviously if i had a client deadline i would push that back but it's there and because it's there i'm more likely to finish the client stuff earlier so i can see what i mean rather if it was just an empty day i would just it would fill it would expand to fill the time so i think i think routine on the whole much to my surprise it has to be said has given me more freedom than total freedom and flexibility here here i agree which is ironic
0: definitely (laughs) that's a good way to finish i think actually carla that's a yeah yeah i think so too definitely um Um, we would like to absolutely hear from you guys it'd be really nice to hear your thoughts about what we're talking about here anything else that you want to talk about um this is all going to be going onto our website which is creativereboot.co um, mm-hmm. And we have a shiny new contact form on the website yes. which um, is worth
1: submitting questions because there is a fabulous thing that happens when you. Do, oh yes so. I've forgotten
0: all about that yes Carla's been playing with the website <laughs> yes absolutely so, so feel yes. free to submit questions um, or comments or anything or through there suggestions yes. of topics absolutely. or anything you want to hear about we'll do
1: our yes, best to fit in definitely. We, so.
0: um, and also um, you can uh, catch up with us on social media as well we are at creative reboot co on everything aren't we so far we are, um, we are, yes. So, uh, and uh, what else do we want to say? Is that everything? I think it's just it really. Like, like us, rate us, share us with your friends. Absolutely, five um, stars, please.
1: Please, yes, yes that would be fabulous. <laughs> um, and yeah, we love you all for yes. listening. We're really, really glad that you're there. And um, hopefully, here's to a long, uh, a long and healthy life of creative absolutely.
0: Reboot. And so, we are looking for people for for interviewing. So, if you are interested yes. in talking to us about any aspect of your creative life. And get in touch with us. Yes. Okay. Cool. Are we done? We are? We are. We're not yeah. very good with the sign-offs yet, are we, really? <laughs> not really, no. But we're getting there.
1: Goodbye <laughs> everybody. <laughs> Until next time. Uh, goodbye.
0: Goodbye.